0: So we started the show today talking about this rocket, um this Chinese rocket that was headed back to earth this morning and nobody was really sure where it was going to land. Well, they had a general idea but it caused all kinds of problems. As I told you earlier, Spain grounded a bunch of flights uh, closing their airspace. There were also concerns in Italy and in Portugal and in France. Um and this is the fourth time in in quite recent months that this same issue has happened around one of these Chinese rockets. The first time it happened, the first of the four, uh, the the debris actually landed on the Ivory Coast in Africa and, and damaged a number of buildings. Fortunately, nobody was injured. But let's get an update on where it may have gone this morning and what happened. We're going to chat now with Dr. Aaron Boley, who is the Canada Research Chair in Planetary Astronomy and Associate Professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy, the University of British Columbia, also the co-director of the Outer Space Institute. Dr. Boley, thank you for joining us once again. Appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So this um, rocket, or what's left of it after it got through the atmosphere, it has returned to Earth, right? We know that it's crash-landed yeah. and uh, a catastrophe was avoided here?
1: Yeah, that's right. So there are reports that it re-entered um, in the uh, South Pacific. Uh, it was reportedly seen from uh, Australia. Um, and this is just another case where, you know, we, we got lucky uh, that it didn't cause any, any damage. Um, these are very massive rocket stages. And just kind of get an appreciation for what's happening here. When things are put into orbit, there are decisions that operators have to make uh, about how yeah. you actually put the payload into orbit itself. And often what happens is, Bits are left over, and some of those bits can be quite large, as like these upper stages of uh, rocket bodies. Now, when that happens, a lot of these rocket bodies aren't uh, these upper stages. That they're massive, but they're not nearly as massive as this particular design, Long March 5B, uh, that's used by the Chinese, which is approximately 20 tons of dry mass. So, this is just a lot of mass that comes back to the atmosphere. 30%, 40% of it survives that re-entry and can be lethal upon its re-entry. Uh, and you know, the, the old little path is when it actually uh, re-enters, we just don't know uh, exactly where it's going to land. And so this requires then large closures of airspace and so forth, which is what happened, for example, with Spain and why it grounded about 300 yeah. flights. So,
0: I mean, it can be avoided to some extent, right? I mean, there, there are ways to sort of
1: mitigate this. Yeah, so controlled re-entries are the, the key here. So some of them are that these very, very massive core stages need to be kept at well, call called suborbital flights. So the, this Chinese core stage, it actually obtains orbit, and that's one of the big problems of why we can't really tell where it goes, uh, where it's going to go. But uh, if you have something, these, these very massive stages that are suborbital, then you can direct that trajectory so that it goes into uh, a location that's been predetermined, agreed upon, that that can uh, be safely re-entered and say, uh, land in the ocean, in an area far from uh, operations of people. Uh, or you can actually reignite the engines and redirect the rocket body, again, to a, a place that will be uh, kind of the safest place one could, could imagine, uh, something far from, from land. Uh, in the ocean, well away from people operations.
0: NASA put out a pretty scathing statement this morning, and it sounds like you're right on board with this in terms of saying, you know, what the Chinese are doing is is reckless. They're taking unnecessary risks. I mean, is there a way to force, um, you know, they call it spacefaring nations to, to be responsible in this kind of behavior? Is there any rules around this at all, or is it just relying on goodwill? Well,
1: it's a lot relying on goodwill because each state. With its actions in space, uh, is is done kind of autonomously. Now, uh, there, there are rules, um, but specific to the rocket body reentry problem, the standard, which is not widely adopted, but the standard is that any single launch shouldn't have a greater than one in ten thousand casualty risk. Now, that one in ten thousand that number is just kind of this kind of feel-good risk number that Mm -hmm. someone's decided is, you know, that's my acceptable risk tolerance for uh, launching a rocket. Uh, But that's not uh, a value that's been negotiated. And a lot of these rocket launches uh, exceed that anyway. um, And that's what we're seeing here with uh, these Chinese uh, rocket launches, just because there's so much mass that's coming in. Now, that's on a very average sense, and you have to kind of average over where it might be able to fall all over the world population and so forth. Um, So the facts of any given re-entry have to come into play at the time of the re-entry. But, um, you know, when you're looking forward and trying to authorize a launch, there are certain types of thresholds that are met that are not globally agreed upon, not necessarily that great in today's context. Um, and uh, can be far worse than what it seems from just the averaging. Is
0: it, is it just is, <laughs> so is it a cost? A th-
1: that.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. I appreciate it. Is, is, is it just cost? Because, I mean, didn't SpaceX, when they sent up one, they, they, like, they pre-programmed where it was going to come down. They controlled it to the point that they reused it, right? I mean, there is technology oh, yeah. available to make sure that things like this not only don't happen, but there's ways to make sure that, you know, you can reuse the rocket even.
1: Oh, absolutely! Um, now, with SpaceX, uh, it's only the first stage that's reused. The second stage um, uh, is typically uh, redirected on orbit to re-enter in a controlled way, uh, so it, so uh, the safety um, considerations are are very much taken into account. But even with SpaceX, sometimes they don't do that because. It costs money yep. to add the extra fuel to launch it. So sometimes the customer doesn't do it. Uh, they don't want to do it for whatever reason. It's, it's inconvenient for the mission profile, and rocket bodies are left uncontrolled. Sometimes things fail. It's an accident, and things are left up there, and that's a little bit more understandable. But uh, a lot of times there's a decision where they're not going to do it. And, uh, you know, some orbits, it's really hard to do this uh, particularly well, but it could be done with enough planning foresight, and particularly if, you know uh, states that are authorizing the launches also incur some of those costs um, you know to ensure that the safer operations are done yeah exactly
0: yeah dr Bully, thank you for uh, giving us a little explanation there i appreciate your time